Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Hasbunallah wa neem al wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yet do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Friday, the 1st of December. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. This morning, we'd like to send great, great, great greetings to all our farmers and fishermen and all those who uh, work tirelessly to feed us. We appreciate you, we love you, we celebrate you, and we cherish you, just so you know. Um, farming is not a punishment. Many people, when you ask a lot of young people why they are not into farming, they say, I oh, we're in school. Whenever you misbehaved or you flouted any rules, you were giving a, a cutlass or a machete to, to go and weed. So over time, their perception of what farming is, is some form of punishment. And that, that national orientation has to change. People need to see that in advanced countries, some of the wealthiest people are farmers. Some of the wealthiest people run their piggeries. Some of the wealthiest people run their ranches. Some of the wealthiest people run their large wheat farms. Some of the wealthiest people plant all manner of things and then we go and buy. Not long ago when Ukraine and Russia started their fights, we were talking about wheat and fertilizer from those parts of the world. So happy Farmers Day to all our farmers. May the best farmers win. Um, those who will be getting cutlasses and, and uh, hose and Wellington boots, I wish you well. Those who will be getting vehicles as well, I wish you well. And we want to celebrate all the people within the value chain. Um, I remember that in the first year of planting for food and jobs, the then Minister for Agric disappointed MPP presidential candidate, uh, Dr. Osevri Akutu, said we had created 745,000 jobs. So if you were even doing a basic calculation of seven, 745,000 jobs per annum times all the um, six and seven years that we have done planting for food and jobs, really, we should have created more than two million jobs, as has been said. So really, we should do the calculation well <clears throat> and then arrive at the original numbers. But happy Farmers Day from all of us here at 3 Group, TV3 and uh, 3FM and all the others. We say happy Farmers Day to all our farmers. But yesterday, I started a conversation with you about press freedom. And we had a conversation with Professor Kobe Mensah, who thought that the frontiers of democracy and divergent views and all the issues in between were becoming a threat by the actions of the National Media Commission. And that all well-meaning Ghanaians had to do all they can to stamp it and to stop it. Because that's not what we need at this time. And then there were also others who said that, look, we have come a very long way. For example, the General Secretary of the Convention People's Party, Nanaya Jantua, said, we don't need that. She, she is a trained journalist as well. And she said, we don't need that because we have matured in this fourth Republican democracy. And that is not what we need at this time. 
and many other well-meaning Ghanaians. I mean, yesterday, Prof told me that they were presenting their own findings and reports to the CDD. The CDD have also spoken. Prof. Azar says, look, the NMC, your job is to help your first mandate, law of establishment, is to help the media to grow, not to try and suppress it and all of that. So the conversations are ongoing. If you go onto the streets, people have a perception that it is because media houses are now speaking up, exposing the rot in society and, and pointing uh, to, to what is not good in society and, and speaking truth to power and enlightening the people. That's why you know, the NMC is taking a certain action against the Onya group and Onya, Onya TV, Onya FM and all of that. So the, the public are beginning to wade into the conversation. There's also another school of thought, and yesterday I said it, I'll repeat it. When we were in school, we had very senior journalists, senior journalists in this country. Today, if you talk about senior most journalists in this country, people who have practiced the Yabuedua Yabuafos, the Lisbeth O'Hennis, the Kwekubakos, the Kwesi Prats, all of those people, the Beneficence. When you talk about journalists who have grown to that extent, our lecturers told us about them. Sometimes we had seminars with them where they told us about atrocities that were happening back in the day. They told us about the, how sometimes they were, they were tormented, etc. They didn't bring any documents to prove that. They didn't have photos and videos to prove that. They only told us what we'll call um, stories, as I like to put it now. I mean, they told us the stories. And we believe those stories even without the evidence and the proof. Today, journalism is being practiced where Johnny Hughes will go to the National Theater and take videos of what the National Theater has become and also bring videos of what uh, changes are happening at the National Theater. And then they start asking questions that we should be doubted. And I ask myself, so what really changed? Because all those individuals are still alive. Their claim to fame were the stories that they told us and the belief that we had in those stories. So if the National Media Commission is doing things like that and People have documentary proof, and we all know that the basic, of, the, basic of, the basis of this job is that if you're a journalist and you disclose your source, then your sources will dry up. You're, you lose guard, as they say in, in the, in the, on the streets. You lose guard. So it's a big question. But yesterday, the Ghana Independent Broadcasters Association wrote a statement. I'd like for us to take a look at the statement, because yesterday the president of GIBA, Mr. Cecil Sunkwamils mentioned that he found it unfortunate that the NMC is writing correspondences back and forth, right? We're also responding, but the Giba is not in copy. The Ghana Independent Broadcasters Association, of which the Onya group, Onya TV, Onya FM, are members in good standing, were not in copy. And you know, he also mentioned that we're trying to look at a certain collaborative effort so that internal mechanisms can be improved. And then, pff, voila. So then you want to ask yourself, is somebody trying to do the bidding of another? Is somebody trying to pay back some good that was done to an individual in the past? What exactly is going on? And is that the right standard? And is that how it is done? Are all the board members at the National Media Commission in support of this? If they are not in support, what have they said? Is the Ghana Bar Association looking on? Are the churches who are also members of the board looking on? There are questions that are bound. 
The members of parliament who are also on the board, uh, the NMC, Media Commission, are also, are they watching? The GJA has a rep. Are they watching? We must begin to ask the institutions. Maybe, maybe Monday I will show you the individuals on the National Media Commission. I'll put their pictures out there because it is public record. I'll just put their pictures out there and ask them the question whether they are in support or not. But let's read Gibber's statement. This was issued in Accra on Thursday, November 30, 2023. Giber frowns at the actions of the NMC against Onia TV and Onia FM, and Giber spoke to us first on 3FM Sunrise. That's why you should tune in every day, every weekday, uh, 3FM 92.7 and listen to us. You can listen to us on your tuning app. You can go on to 3news.com and listen to us. You can also listen to us on Radio Garden. You can listen to us everywhere or through our affiliates. The Ghana Independent Broadcasters Association, Giba, notes with deep concern the recent communication by the National Media Commission to the National Communications Authority and the Advertisers Association of Ghana regarding a call for the suspension or revocation of Onya TV and Onya FM's broadcasting authorizations. Giba frowns at the actions taken by the NMC in addressing the issue of the alleged ethical journalistic infraction by the two stations for the reasons that the association believes there are far more avenues to explore in addressing the matter on hand, such as giving the opportunity for fair hearing to the stations rather than pronouncing sanctions upon them to the extent of alerting the Advertisers Association of Ghana of a notice of suspension without due process. Giba believes that such actions which are tantamount to depriving the stations of their advertising revenue is unacceptable. The fact that the NMC sought to cut off the life support of the stations by writing to the AAG is damaging. The fact that the NMC sought to cut off the life support of the stations by writing to the AAG is damaging. Giba will always advocate for the sanctity and the sanity of the broadcast airwaves, as we always do, working in collaboration with all institutions and stakeholders. And AAG means the Advertisers Association of Ghana because the National Media Commission wrote specifically to them to say, if you go and advertise with Onya TV and Onya FM, you are doing so at your own risk. When you say that to advertisers and people who buy airtime and people who are media buyers, what you are saying to them is that don't give them money because if you give them money, then you are helping them to grow. And when they grow, they will become more powerful. In whose interest did NMC make that conclusion and give that directive? And what has the information ministry said about it? And, and the information ministry is a very interesting ministry. There are two lawyers there, at least. The minister himself, Kujo Pankrumah, is a lawyer. The deputy is a lawyer. And they have one dep other deputy, which I don't, we don't hear about very often. We, who's the other deputy at the Ministry of Information, by the way? I, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know. But the Ministry of Information is also su supposed to be interested in this matter. And since this matter has been going back and forth, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm very confident, because our friends at the ministry that they have seen the, the correspondences. They have not said anything about it. Well, let's leave it here. Today is Farmer's Day. Tomorrow and Monday, we'll continue with these press freedom issues with different perspectives. Now, today is Farmer's Day, and we have been talking about our farmers. Today, we will all pretend that the menace of Galamse does not exist. 
today we will all pre- pretend that the menace of Galamsey is not affecting our agriculture. When I returned from South Africa, I showed you how they had added value to their wine fields, right? Their vineyards, how they have added value, how they have not allowed Galamsey, hmm? how they have not allowed people to destroy what they are trying to build, how they are trying to preserve what they have and how they are creating jobs out of it and how they are even added values by putting restaurants, etc., in the farms. So you go, you take a tour of the farms and you can also sit right there in the heart of the farm and have a good meal with good Wi-Fi communication. I told you about that. Here in our own motherland, Ghana, Galamse has destroyed everything. And we know the people who are involved in Galamse. Yet we pretend we don't know and we form interministerial committees, and we have meetings and all of that. Watch this soldier, a, a senior officer of the Ghana, Ghana Armed Forces, right? And he, was, he caught a Chinese red-handed, asked him a question, listen. Look, look, look at our water. You see the problem you have caused? If you come from your country and destroy our water, the water we will drink. You, can you drink this? So you see, this is the problem. These guys are well established with machines, plants. They have two plants, one supplying water to their site, which is about a kilometer from here. Then, when they wash the gold, when they wash the gold, they now discharge the water through the second plant into the river. So, and that was, you saw the soldier, the Chinese man who we have allowed to get in here. We know the story of Aisha Wan. Prosecuting Aisha Wan will not add anything to us. The president was not even sure whether Aisha Wan was repatriated or whether she was deported. And they came back trying to explain to us, these are lawyers. The Lance Minister is a lawyer. Kojo Pongkrumah is a lawyer. The president himself is a senior lawyer who has trained many lawyers. And lawyers know the weight of words. And they know the difference between repatriation and uh, what do you call it? Deportation. Even even me, who is who is not a lawyer, I, I have been made to understand. I've been giving stuff to read. So if you ask me, I can explain. How is it that the lawyers don't understand? And they come and explain running over each other, trying to put a fine veneer on the things. Take me to the farm. Where the farmer says, look, they are not interested in Galamse. They want to just be farmers who will be celebrated today because they are planting cocoa, a biggest and the most popular product that we export out of this country, even though we don't get the best out of it, and the farmers still wallow in poverty. But they say their farms have been surrounded by galamseyers, and they are literally being evicted. Listen to him. Cocoa, 
Last year, I cried in Koko in Koko somebody this is a frustrated farmer. And we showed you one, Ibrahim Abubakar showed you one farmer who also said that, look, I am cutting down my own cocoa trees because the government didn't plan for me. Let's look at the effect of this. School children in school, look at the quality of food they are eating. And back in, the, I mean, we all went to school. When, when they feed you, play the video for me. Just play that video for me. <laughs> when, they, when they feed you in school, the quality of the food, look at it. Whether it's a piece of tuna, a piece of salmon that is being divided for how many boys? Look at the rice. Because we have destroyed everything and we are importing everything. We are not a net exporter of food, as we have been told. But we are forcing things into the record when we go and we say state of the nation address. We force things into the record. But the reality, this is the reality. School feeding caterers still are not being paid on time. They have to picket and sometimes get disrespected by regional ministers and, and sector ministers before they actually paid. Buffer stock, all of them. What? Look, look at it. Just look at it. Kobiche is asking. Kobiche is asking, the blogger. But the president promised us that he was going to put his presidency on the line. He wore a suit, a gray suit, beautiful gray suit. And he said he's going to put his presidency on the line. Listen to him. He said he's going to put his president, I am prepared, and, and that's, where the, that's where the problem is. He said, I am prepared to put my presidency on the line. That is different from, I have put There's my presidency on the line. Listen. For all of us to work together actively, closely, to make sure that we reverse this phenomenon in Ghana. And the need amongst us has grown even greater because of the constant allegations being made that you are heavily involved in the whole Galamse exercise. Every time people open their mouth, it happened today in the closed session with the chiefs, they mentioned MMDCs as some of the key conduct, con con conveyors, conduit points of the Galamse phenomenon. You are my representatives in each of your metropolises, municipalities, and districts. You are the representatives of the president. It cannot be that the president at the national level is waging a war against Galamse, and you at the local level, my representatives, are compromising that fight. That cannot work. I'm not here to threaten anybody. But I want you to know that this is a struggle that I take very seriously. And I will not be in a position to protect anybody against whom evidence is marshaled to show their complicity. I won't do it. So this was the president telling the people that he would not shield anybody. There's one last video I'll play for you. Then you can enjoy your holiday on 3FM 92.7 and TV3. One last video. Okay, 
We'll play one more video before that last video. But he said he will not show them. I want you to focus briefly in 30 seconds on this video and have in mind the Professor Kwabna Frimpong Boateng report that was sent to the president, which took two years before the president saw it, and it was still denied by the attorney general, and they said, like, there's no evidence to prosecute. In that report, party executives, ministers, MPs, they were all mentioned. Now, the president of the republic, in his quest for power, made a statement about Galamsey. Listen to him. I've heard it being said that uh, well, I should be careful. These, some, many of these people voted for me, and if I continue this exercise, perhaps they'll not vote for me again. If, if by the grace of God, I'm in, I'm, I, I'm in a position, my party allows me to go again, and I have the health and everything to go again, that I'll not get it again. And I'll say to myself, well, this is a choice that all of us have to make as human beings. Johnny's fight. You do what you think is right, or do you do what you think will allow you to get along? I think that you do what you think is right. That is what you're required to do. Fortunately for me, in this fight, I have great allies. First of all, within my government, the people who are in the front line of that, some of, all of them are here. The Minister for Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation. The Minister for Lands and Natural Resources. The Minister for Water Resources and Sanitation. Eminent Ghanaians, responsible Ghanaians, who have gone out of their way to lead this crusade. But from the beginning, they said something, which is the reason why you're here today. We cannot win this fight without the support of the traditional authorities of our country. Any serious social mobilization of, in, of Ghana since time immemorial, if you're not involved, it doesn't happen. If you, the chiefs of our country, are not involved, it doesn't happen. We're told that the chiefs, by His Royal Majesty, the chiefs are involved. We're told by Haji Alima Muhammad, the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources, that the MMDCs are involved. When it comes to speech, our president does very well to two brothel. But the work on the ground. Mr. President, you say you will not put your, you will not protect anybody and all of them, but you have not cracked the whip on any of, any of the people who have been mentioned in a report by the good professor that you mentioned, Professor from Pomboating, Minister for Environment, Science and Technology at the time. You say people should give you evidence. He has brought you evidence. You say now the evidence is not evidencing. It is this kind of evidence, not evidencing. That is what has turned lawyer Kisie Jabin, a very fine lawyer who used the ANAS principle that you said you will use, Mr. President, into an Ankunam Anuma. A fine lawyer is now a songster. I say, Uncle Anuma, me the main kwabo for it. Me yeni ame to be biya. Me rest one ame ko. A lawyer has now become a songster. You could hear the emotion in his voice. But listen to the the opinion of Nanado in opposition on Galamsey. That's my final video. Listen. Samia, 
So the president, the president, the president says that the NDC, while he was in opposition, he said the NDC were walking around telling people that when he comes, he will stomp Galamse. But that is not the truth because he is looking for jobs for people, i.e. jobs in Galamse. And that it is not true what the NDC says that when he comes, he will stop Galamse, but he will actually feather it. If you that's the key. That and you crack 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 intro it's their lies. So I don't get surprised that Galamse is becoming a booming business. Names are being mentioned. Big excavators and chamfans have been brought in. They have been assembled here. We know the big owners. We don't pick them up. We cut the, the white people. We allow them to leave. We are destroying our farms. Today we are going to make big speeches about, about uh, a Greek. But we know we have failed in our Greek because we have spent money to plant food that did not come and jobs that did not come. Food that did not come and jobs that did not come. The bane of the, the main, the, an agric farmer who is a, a farmer, or, sorry, not a agric farmer, a farmer who is a cocoa farmer, whose land has been taken over by, by Galamseyes. What would that person be celebrating? Because that person cannot do 419. That person cannot do Sakawa. That person cannot do 20, it cannot collect $20,000 to say, go and see the president. That person cannot say, pay me X amount to go and sit close to the president in cash for seats. That person cannot be caught on tape collecting money and putting in black rubber bag. But yet that person wants to just farm and be part of cocoa farm and make Tete Kwashi great again in his grave so that the people of Fernando will still talk about us. Their farms have been taken over. And then we are busy making speeches. Johnny's bite. Johnny's bite on sunrise.